Hello and welcome to Make It Happen Today with Claire and Lisa. This week we want to talk about organisation and our tips on what to do if you're feeling overwhelmed with the clutter in your life. This week we'll talk about the benefits of organising your home and the space around you and how this changes your love for your home again as well as the benefits it has on your mental state of mind. Now I've been pretty organised, I have a pretty organised home and I'm very house proud. So when we have the four kids come descend on us or I've been working 14 hour days and there's a lot of clutter all around me, you know, the dishwasher and the laundry, it starts to give me really bad anxiety and I really struggle to, to concentrate on my work. Um, I always tell people if I've got a messy desk, it reflects my state of mind. So if my desk is chaos, Usually my brain is chaos too. I'll be surrounded by post-it notes and letters and printouts of to-do lists. And it really reflects on me and, and my ability to concentrate at my work. So what I try and do is when I'm feeling like that and I'm feeling anxious and, and stressed and overwhelmed is I'll take 30 minutes out of my day and just think, okay, I need to tackle this desk. This is the first area you know, that's stressing me out. So I'll take 30 minutes, I'll get a clean piece of paper and I'll, instead of having 15 post-it notes, I'll write myself a proper organized to-do list. I'll go through my post and you know, throw away the envelopes and, and, you know, deal with anything that needs to be dealt with. Um, and inevitably, you know, if it's, uh, it was my son's birthday last week. So we've got balloons and banners on my desk that I've taken down and haven't got to round to putting them away. So I'll put them away. There's not a place for them in the office. Um, and it really changes my mindset for the whole rest of the day. I'm able to focus, I'm clear on what I need to do. Um, and it really honestly makes me much more productive and makes me less stressed about the day, the day ahead. Um, how about you, Lisa? Do you feel the same? Yeah, I totally agree that I, I think it's important that the areas that you use the most are kept organised. Um, I'm probably a bit more relaxed than you are when it comes to like organising stuff, but I know where everything is. So, you know, like paperwork, I'm good at filing. Um, my desk space that I'm using at the moment because I'm working from home is tidy and organised and I know where everything is. Um, and I feel like it is really important to kind of, know where things are so that you feel more organized and you feel more productive like as you were saying Claire because if you don't know where something is or you, you walk into a room that's just got stuff everywhere and anyone who's got children will know what that feels like because sometimes you're chasing after a trail of destruction um but there's nothing worse that if you've got a space where it's not tidy and it's been like that for a long time where you just walk in and think oh you know, or you open a cupboard and you can't find what you're looking for. It's frustrating and it it kind of brings the mood down a little bit. Um, and I think, you know, it's it's important really to sort of walk into a room, like for me anyway, uh, and I think a lot of people probably like this, to walk into a room and almost see it's tidy and clear and know where to find everything. It sort of, it, it makes you feel lighter. It makes you feel more organised and brighter. Um Sometimes I think, you know, I, I'm guilty of this as well, is that I will procrastinate on, on doing stuff because I sometimes feel overwhelmed. So I'll have like a room in the house that 
we tend to put things that we no longer use. So every now and then we'll have a clear out of clothes for ourselves and the children. So they'll go into a, a bag in the spare room. And then over time, other things get added to that. And then sometimes I'll just think like, oh, I'll just shut the door. I haven't got to look at it. I'll shut the door. It's fine. Because it's a bit overwhelming to walk in there and see all this stuff that needs doing. Um, and I think it's, it's really important that when you do decide to sort of organise your things is that you allow yourself enough time that you don't kind of just say, oh, I've got five, 10 minutes here, start something and realise that you can't actually finish it. Um, the act of decluttering as well, like as much as it can be overwhelming to begin with, I think once you start, it can actually be like quite therapeutic and this is because like the act of moving things around can actually spark creativity within someone because you switched your mind off from the day job or other demands that you've got, you know, in your life. It could be looking after your kids um, or what other things you've got going on. Um, and this process kind of helps your mind wander um, and you can even become more insightful about something. You've probably heard a lot of people that have light bulb moments when they're in the shower because they've switched their mind off to what they're normally doing. Um, and it's kind of like not thinking about what you're you're doing on a day to day basis. So it's the same thing with like if you're organizing things, if you're tidying things, it's like if you make it a bit of a process, it can actually create those light bulb moments as well. Um, but also the act of decluttering energizes and motivates you to do more things that you've been putting off. And that certainly works for me. It's like once I get stuck in, sometimes I'll spend a day, especially at the moment, because we're in sort of half lockdown. Um, we're in a situation where we don't really plan anything because we can't go anywhere. So we might say, right, a day at the weekends, we're going to sort out this room or this cupboard. And I think when you get into it, you think, oh, what else can I do? it's quite helpful sorry about that it was my dog if you heard that <laughs> she's having a scratch um it also as well it reduces anxiety because I think you then create some order in your life you feel more organized you feel less stressed and it puts you in a better frame of mind especially like as I said before like your workspace that you're working in with so much of us working from home I think it's really important that we keep that organized because Things are a bit chaotic at the moment anyway. So we, we need to have some order in our lives, even if it's in our own home, uh, at a desk space and have a dedicated like workspace as well. Um, I did start off working at the dining room table and that just wasn't very productive. Like as soon as I created my own desk space, it just felt made me feel more organised and I, I just got things done a lot easier. The other thing about... Um, sort of organizing and tidying up is that you might actually find things that you didn't know that you had still or that you've lost so for me I actually had two pairs of glasses um and I had one pair that I wore all the time and the other pair I just put away somewhere and I couldn't find my second pair of glasses anywhere and it was only when we decided to sort through one of our cupboards several months later that I found these glasses that I just didn't know what I'd done with them. So I was actually so excited because they were quite an expensive pair of glasses as well. And I'm so frustrated that I didn't have them. Um, so when I actually found them, for me, that was just like, it was it was like finding, like opening a Christmas present or something. So I think, you know, there, there are lots of benefits to having a good tidy up. And uh, for me, okay, okay, I don't do it all the time, 
I think when I do get in the zone, like I find the benefits are huge. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, funnily enough, you talk about glasses. Um, just as a side note, uh, I'm part of this positivity community and there was a post today about finding lost things and how you put it out to the universe. You know, I would like them to come back to me and I would like someone had lost an earring and been looking for months, months, I think, um, for this earring. And she just said, okay, if it's meant to come back to me, it'll come back to me. And she said the next day it was there on the dressing table. Wow. <laughs> she was like, you know, it was the most random thing. It just appeared. She said, I don't know how it appeared, you know, she doesn't she just was so grateful to have it back and I think that's the same you know thinking about your glasses and and that's a whole other podcast we can talk about <laughs> um but yeah that was very interesting but one of the things I love is um taking inspiration from other places and other people as well and I am obsessed with net when I get the time with Netflix or Sky and there was one of these huge um, global sensations called Marie Kondo who's from Japan and she has her own show on Netflix her own best-selling book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying um, and it was fascinating and she she actually went to the ex very extreme so it, I didn't follow everything that she did but her the mentality behind her theory was really, really interesting. And she had um, six main tips, but there's a couple that I really resonated with. Um, one of which being, does it spark joy? So if you are in the frame of mind that you're ready to go, organize a section of your kitchen or maybe your wardrobe, you're having a clear out, you know, it's coming up, changing season. So maybe you think, right, now's the time I've got my lockdown body, <laughs> it's coming up, you know, spring's here, need to start thinking about summer, what should, I need to get into my wardrobe and, and kind of get organised. And one of her things is, does it spark joy? So the clothes that you're pulling out, does that, you know, do you enjoy it? Does it make you happy when you look at it? When you wear it, does it make you happy? Um, and one of the things that I'd seen was about uh, when you hang up your clothes in the wardrobe, so one of her tips was um, to have your turn all of your coat hangers the opposite direction. So most of us will put our coat hangers straight into the wardrobe. Her tip was turn everything around. So you have to like hook it from the back. And within three months or four months, whatever time scale you're comfortable with, is go back into your wardrobe and see which of your hangers are facing straight in versus those that are hung from the back. And because we all know we have the same go-to outfits and same go-to clothes all of the time. Um, sorry, my kitten's just tried pulling my whole computer off the table. I'm so sorry. I think our cats um, are on one tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, so they uh, so one of the interesting things is to have a look then at those, you know, you've been in your wardrobe for four months, three months, whatever time scale you're comfortable with which hangers are still facing the wrong way in your wardrobe? Well, I would do this the wrong way because I'm OCD, but then have a look at those clothes and go through them and say, what is the reason that I haven't wore them in the last three months? Is it that it's the wrong season, which is fair enough, or is it I'm just keeping it because I felt good when I wore that when I was 18 and now I'm 30, it's, you know, <laughs> I'm never going to wear that again. Um, so you're, it's in there for sentiment or it's in there because you just don't want to get rid of it, but it doesn't... You, it's kind of taking clutter that you don't need. 
Um, so that's a really interesting thing to try to, uh, to see how you go with your wardrobe. Um, and the second point that she gave, which I really liked, was to imagine your ideal lifestyle. So how do you want your home to look and how do you want it to feel and how do you want to feel in it? So it's not about um, having the most expensive things. It's not about having as many items as you can have. It's about how do you feel when you're at home? Do you feel happy in your space? Do you feel confident when your friends and your family come around or when your kids come home or whoever it is, you know, that what do you feel about your home? And what changes can you make that will give you joy when you're in your space? So maybe you, you know, you're in the lounge and you've got photos up that just don't bring you joy anymore. Maybe they bring sad memories or maybe they're, you know, you've got so many new memories now that, that it's a, a quick change, you know, something you can order online or go to Boots or Asda have some printed out. Maybe that would bring you joy and make you love your living room again. Or maybe you could, for me, cleaning out a kitchen drawer is so therapeutic and you just clean out all the dust and, you know, the old uh, straws that are in the back that are you know, just collecting crumbs. Just to have that so the drawer shuts nicely is such a big thing. Um, and makes you feel so much better, makes me feel so much better when I'm cooking that I just open the drawer and my utensils are right there. I don't have to rummage around to the bottom of the drawer to find what I need. Um, and that's what I, that's a big thing for me is, is how do I want it to feel my home and how do I want it to look? And some changes don't cost me any money and make me feel so much happier when I walk around the house. Um, just a couple of general things as well is, is just to appreciate your belongings and how they've served you. And that comes back to gratitude and being thankful for the things that you have. Um, and maybe it was, you know, a dinner set that you bought when you bought your first home. It's, you know, it's something that brings you joy and you remember and you're grateful for that. Um, and I think it's really important to focus on your own stuff. So don't focus on other people's. If you're in a household with a lot of, um, you know, maybe you have adult kids or maybe you house share, perhaps you house share let other people take care of their property you can only focus on your own stuff it's it's so hot you have so much going on in life already that you it's so easy to get bogged down with what other people are doing and other people's space that you know you really just need to focus on yourself and be proud of your area I think that's really really important um and finally I think you touched on it uh Lisa about the uh, sentimental items as well if you might find something as you're clearing out don't feel like you have to get rid of those items because you don't have the space there's always you can always find space just organize them in a in a way that fits the area that you have right so if you if you for me I don't have a loft space anymore in my home because of the way that it's been renovated so space is limited in that respect. I can't have, you know, my old house, <laughs> the loft was full and you go to my parents' house and the loft is full of lots of items from when we're kids. It, it's nice to look through, but it doesn't mean it brings us joy. It doesn't mean that we need to keep them forever. For me, I have one big box that I can keep all of the things that were important to me and that I think my kids will want to see when they get older. Um, you know, drawings that are, that they've done for me. Um, or 
bits of schoolwork that or school reports that you know I want them to keep I can't keep every Jesus can you imagine if we kept every single drawing that our kids had ever done that in all them scribbles <laughs> like a whole forest you need a new house just for their stuff so just I think it's important to remember and have a space for those items you know whether it's something for the kids or something your memories from holiday I have a a friend and she collects um magnets from everywhere she goes on holiday and and that's really important to her and she has them all in the kitchen so she can remember all the places um for me I would have my memories more in a box so it's, that's how I do I you know I keep hold of them um but it's it, these little changes big or small if you've got time to reorganize your whole home then amazing I'm so proud of you but if you have time once a month you decide I'm going to tackle one kitchen cupboard that's incredible as well and and it will make such a difference to how you feel about your home and how you treat it as well if I've spent all of my Saturday blitzing my house you know that I'm gonna feel better and I'm gonna make sure that people that come in are respectful you know people are more likely to put their cup in the sink if you've got a tidy kitchen whereas if your house you know if my kitchen's a mess they'll probably just leave it wherever they're standing it's just you know you you're just gonna love the the space that you have because you appreciate the effort that you put into it um and finally from me was a, a benjamin franklin quote which said for every minute spent organizing is an hour earned so it's important to reward yourself with some time off for the hard work that you've done so if you've spent saturday morning doing some organizing maybe you've even cleaned the garden you know maybe you've been out gardening take Sunday to relax have yourself a glass of wine have a nice hot bath read a book go for a walk just reward yourself for doing something good and take time for yourself and I think that's that's really important as well we're not machines we can't just keep going all the time yeah definitely you need to reward yourself for your hard work and I think no matter how small it is it's still progress at the end of the day you know, like you said, if you just tidy out a, a small drawer, it's still progress. And it's little things like that as well that, like we've spoke about before, they make a big difference over time. But the important thing is that you're realistic with the time that you have. Um, as I said earlier, you know, don't overwhelm yourself and commit to tidying up a whole room if you've only got half an hour to spare because you'll start it and then you'll regret that you've started it because you feel that you've hardly made a dent in it. So be realistic with yourself, you know, or plan in your time, you know, schedule it in in your you know, week when you've actually got a realistic amount of time to go through something and and organizing and sort of eliminating things that you no longer use. You can all, always apply that to social media as well. So we've talked about earlier where we've said, you know, not comparing yourself to other people. But, you know, if if people that you are following on social media are not uplifting you, unfollow them. You know, uh, it's, it's not worth following people who bring you down in some way or if you're comparing yourself to them. Because, again, this is additional clutter in the mind. You know, it's all about as much as, as emptying your mind of clutter as it is of your physical space. Um, and obviously the physical space absolutely helps you feel more concentration and more organisation. But think about the things that you expose your to, yourself to, the messages from social media and any other platforms that you use. Just be mindful of what you choose to read, what you choose to listen to, because that also impacts how you feel Um 
generally speaking, um, you know, because we, I think we've all had them where you on social media, you've got what I call a negative Nelly, whose posts are not very uplifting. And sometimes I think, do you know what, why am I following you? Because every time I see what you've written, I don't want to be brought down because you feel like you're brought down for whatever reason. Um, I have sympathy for people, don't get me wrong, but I think sometimes you just have to think about yourself and just be careful, as I said, what you expose yourself to. And, um, you know, going back to the actual physical space, it doesn't mean that you have to live a completely clutter-free or minimalistic life, but just, you know, regularly have a clear out and, and think to yourself every few months, you know, what do I need to sort out and keep on top of it? You'll feel uplifted and it will just help you feel more organised. Um and just feel better mentally. I think it just gives you that motivation to spend more time and focus on more important areas of your life. So um, we hope that this has really helped you and given you some inspiration for your home and in terms of your mental space. Um, and just, you know, remember, just keep the things that bring you joy. Anything that doesn't, just be true to yourself and just let it go. Thank it for what it served you, the purpose that it served you, and just let it go. And if if, if it helps to release something um, that you have found hard to let go of, maybe donate some items to charity. You know, um, if, if you haven't got time to sell any good quality things that you've got in your home, you want to do something good, give it to charity. I've done that with a lot of the kids' old toys, all of their stuff that was in good condition. I've actually donated to charity and it was, it cleared a huge space. And it also gave me a sense of doing good because I know that someone somewhere is going to get good use of that and the money's all going to a good cause. So that's something else that you can use as part of that process as well. Okay, well, I think that draws us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, we really do appreciate everyone who tunes in every week. It's good to see that there's more and more people listening all the time. Um, please do leave us a review, subscribe, share it with all your friends, and we'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please do share that with us. Um, thank you so much again. Have a fantastic week and tune in again next week for your weekly dose of Make It Happen Today. Bye. Bye.